Welcome back to The Forge, the official podcast of Blacksmith Ministries. Podcasts have played a crucial role in the development of my spiritual life, and I pray these messages will do the same for you. My sincere desire is that these messages will awaken a passion for Jesus inside of you. Today's message titled, Above the Fray. Let me take you back about six weeks, first week of December. Christmas season is in full swing. It's actually cold, which it has to be cold for it to be Christmas season, right? You can't you can't get in the holiday spirit in the Christmas season if it's 60 degrees. So it's actually cold. I come home from jujitsu. I love jujitsu. Jujitsu is awesome. I've been doing it for about 15 months, and I love everything about it. This particular night, though, I think three different of my classmates mopped the floor with me. Even though I've been doing it for 15 months, I'm white belt with two stripes. I would say I'm highly effective against kindergartners. Anybody that's blue belt, not so much. So they mop the floor with me, but it's just awesome exercise. It's great cardiovascular fitness. It's the best stress relief it is. I don't know. I just love it. So I come home. Christmas tree is up. Put it on YouTube. I'm home alone by myself. My wife's at work. What's up, Christy Gray, making that money? And I put on YouTube. I'm listening to Upper Room Worship. Man, life is grand. Work is going good. Money is doing good. The kids are great. Everything about life is just fantastic. Watch, looking at the Christmas tree, listening to Upper Room Worship, and it's just awesome. Out of nowhere, these feelings, these thoughts that are so discouraging blindsided me. Have you ever been there where life is grand and it literally like Nikita Koloff Russian sickles you off of your feet? And all of these thoughts, God, where are you? Where are your promises? All of these promises that you said that you're going to do for me, that you continue to tell me, they haven't come to pass. Where are you? And normally when thoughts like that or feelings come on like that, you just rebuke them, start praying in the Holy Ghost, you start declaring Scripture, you start praising God and stuff, please. But for some reason, I don't know, I started to allow my defenses to come down. And after listening to the enemy bombard me with these thoughts and these feelings of worriness, of weariness, of doubt, of unbelief, I actually began to agree and begin to question our Father in heaven. Like, yeah, when is this ever going to happen? You made a promise to me 10 years ago, and I haven't seen the fulfillment of it yet. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but when's it going to happen? I'm tired of waiting. And you start to agree with these thoughts, you start to agree with these feelings, and it's just, it takes you to a pity party. It takes you down in the dumps. It takes you to a place that I'd rather not be, honestly. And after about 15 minutes of just being discouraged or weary, I come to my senses. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. My father is good. And if he didn't come through in his promises, I would be the only person in the era of human history where he didn't fulfill his promises to. So wait a minute. This is this is ridiculous. I am not agreeing with this anymore. Began to just brush off all of that junk, ask for forgiveness, somehow try to pull myself together and move on. I'll be honest with you, though. After encouraging myself, getting back 
actually getting back into reality and not in this alternate reality of disillusionment where the enemy is trying to take me, I still actually went to bed pretty heavy, pretty discouraged. Just kind of, eh. You ever been there? Boy, I could write a book about meh. Just feeling meh. So I go to bed at 3.56 the next morning. I'm sound asleep, and I hear one word, above. And I sit up in the middle of my bed. If you're a wrestling fan, I kind of shot up like The Undertaker does. If you've ever seen one of his matches, just shot straight up. And as soon as I heard the word above, the first scripture comes to my mind, John 3, 3, where Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, where it says, Assuredly I say unto you, unless one is born again or born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. I heard that scripture like someone was narrating the Bible to me right there. And instantly I saw a vision of clouds. And I was I couldn't even respond. I couldn't even say yes. I couldn't even say thank you, Jesus. I couldn't even register what was just said to me when the next scripture came to me. And the next scripture was Colossians 3, 2. Set your mind on things above and not things on the earth. And as soon as I heard that scripture, now in this vision of clouds that I'm seeing, I'm actually in the clouds. I'm actually above. And I'm like, whoa. And then I noticed that all of these feelings, this heaviness and this discouragement and this weariness and this doubt and this worry and this unbelief started leaving my body. It was supernatural. But the Lord is so gracious and so good that when he gives you an encounter, it doesn't stop in a moment. It continues on. So after I hear Colossians 3, 2, the next scripture comes to my mind that he who raised us up together made us sit together in the heavenly places. I knew that I was born again. I knew that I was born from above and that my place of origin had changed from earth to heaven. Now this revelation came, and I've known it for all of my life. My gosh, I'm 46 years old. I got saved when I was five. I've been a believer, a follower of Jesus for 41 years. I know what being born again means, but it's just this fresh revelation that came of being born from above. I am a citizen of heaven, and a citizen has full rights. I'm telling you what, not only did those feelings and that thought of discouragement and heaviness leave my body, I actually felt strength coming to my arms. Like if you've ever been to the gym and you do 100 arm curls, if you're like me when you're 15 and you're scrawny and you're trying to get big arms, you know, you'll you'll go in the gym and you'll do arm curls for three hours trying to get something going. I literally felt strength coming into my arms during this encounter, during this revelation of not only God's word, but who I am. I am from above, not from beneath. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you, but the Lord, he didn't stop there. He is a full gospel God. So he decided, not only am I going to give you New Testament scripture, son, I'm going to give you some Old Testament because I completed that too. Deuteronomy 28.30, I'm telling you, Deuteronomy 28.13, I heard this back to back to back. There was no pauses. I hear a scripture, I see a vision. I hear another scripture, I see another vision. I hear a third scripture, I see a third vision. I hear this fourth scripture, Deuteronomy 28.13, which says, And I will make you the head and not the tail. I will make you above only, not beneath. 
I was above. The Lord was telling me, you are above. All of the feelings of discouragement, all of the feelings of doubt, all of the feelings of weariness, gone. Strength is in my body. One word from God can change everything. I know it sounds cliche and it sounds Christianese until it happens to you. It's crazy. One word. He said above. And that above was like an avalanche of scripture, an avalanche of the living word, an avalanche of life. Jesus said, my words are a spirit in their life. I experienced that. He spoke one word to me and it changed everything. I literally walked in the clouds for four days. I will never forget this. I'm very close to a pastor friend of mine is more like a mentor, a father to me, Pastor Larry Saylor. I love you if you're listening. He called me three days later at lunch. I'm at work. I'm sitting in my car, and I'm eating my salad, and I'm telling him about this experience, and I, I don't know. I just decided I want to pray for him. He's in mid-sentence. I said, Pastor Larry, I hate to cut you off. Man, can I pray for you? He's like, yeah. <laughs> just started praying and blessing him. This life that I was experienced was I was still in me, on me, in me. I was still experiencing it. And I began to give it to my friend, to my mentor, to a father figure in my life. And it was just so much it was so life giving. He didn't know what to do. He's like, My gosh, son, where have you been? I said, I'm still above. And then the joy of the Lord. I, I don't know how to describe this other than I'm sitting in my car and I'm talking to him on my phone. And I feel like there's a person outside the car with a hairdryer blowing it on the side of my face. And I feel this rush of heat, man, all over my my face and my body. And I just start laughing. The joy of the Lord just hit me. It was uncontrollable. I haven't laughed like that in at least a year it was just the joy of the Lord. Man, when you get an encounter from the Lord, when you get a word where Scripture comes alive and it's real to you and it reminds you who you are, there's no telling what can happen. It just like opens up the door to the supernatural in your life. I laugh for about 10 solid minutes. <laughs> I feel so bad for Pastor Larry. He just sat there and listened to me laugh. I couldn't. I, it was so much joy coming out of me. I couldn't. I couldn't hold it in. Have you ever been there? I know it, it may sound a little flaky. I'm telling you, it sounded flake. It was flaky to me until it happened to me. And um, man, it's just so full of life, friends. This one word above, it didn't even stop there. I began to see myself as like an F-16 jet. That anytime the enemy would try to come with a thought that's not of God, that's not for me, that would be contrary to scripture, contrary to the life of the heart of our father, you know, I would just imagine myself going vertical in an airplane and just shooting straight up in the clouds because that's where I am from and that's where I belong. I don't I don't belong to be on the earth separated from my father. I am meant to be on the earth from a position of heaven, if that makes any sense. Like my life on the earth is living while I'm connected to my Father in heaven. While I'm connected to Jesus. I'm connected to the Holy Spirit. I just see myself above the fray. I, when all of these thoughts and all of these feelings and all of these emotions, this disillusionment and discouragement, they're not from our Father in heaven. They're not from Jesus. They're not from God. 
They are from the enemy, and he's trying to discourage us, to distract us, to keep us in a state of depression, to keep us in our flesh, to keep us in sight. Can I tell you one thing? That when we get above the fray, we're actually getting into an element of faith. When we are above the fray, when we are seated in the heavenly places with Jesus, when we go into the throne room, Hebrews 4.16, that we have access to through faith in Jesus, that's the element, that's the place of faith. Even told a friend of mine, Josiah Cobb, that uh, he was talking about you know, asking something. I said, well, make sure that when you're praying and you're asking our Father, make sure you do it in a place of faith and not in frustration. Get vertical. Get above. Just quiet your mind and your soul, your will and your emotions, and just see yourself above the fray, above the noise, above the feeling, above the emotion. Get into a place in faith which is above. And when you get there, man, that's when things happen. That's when heaven comes to earth through our lives. I hope this word has encouraged somebody. If you're going through a place where you're just, ask the Lord for a word. It can be one word. It can be a scripture. It can be an encounter that you've had. It can be anything. I mean, the Lord's not limited to anything. He speaks our language. He speaks Richard. He made me. He knows my language better than I do. He knows how to communicate to me to know it's him. Ask the Lord for a word in your language and let it uh, unload an avalanche of life into your life. When he said above, everything that came after it was scripture. It was the word of God. It was alive. The, The word of God is alive. Hebrews declares that it's living and it's powerful. Well, I experienced that. One word. One word unleashed an avalanche of life into my body, into my mind, my will, my emotions. It was crazy. It's crazy. If you are going through anything and you need a word, ask our Father and watch what He will do. Friends, I pray this has blessed you. I pray you have an experience like I had. And if you do, please reach out to me on Facebook, Blacksmith Ministries. You can go to the website, www.blacksmithministries.org. You can send a message that way. Love to hear from you. Love to. I'm a, I'm a God story junkie, man. I can talk to people for hours listening to what God has done in their lives. So if you have a God story, hit me up. God bless. Bye-bye.